Scott and Todd. December 7th, 2022, Wednesday here in Studio A, as it is still in Studio B. Another hour, getting a little late start. Might be a shorter pod for that reason. We'll have to wait and see. Last week was a long one. Um, Todd, I had a thought earlier today. It was. Oh, it was boy. like an hour, hour 40. I had a thought earlier today. It had nothing to do with clear scrotum or clear testicle or clear balls, whatever. Um, <clears throat> I had popcorn you, this evening. Sorry. Go oh. Ahead. Delicious. We can get back to that during our food chat segment, which invariably is coming up. Um, as youngsters, I feel like we never had a <clears throat> Christmas tree until at least November. However, when you were living in Portland and now living in B-Town, uh, I feel like you guys typically get one the day or two after Thanksgiving, and that's kind of been your tradition. Is that how you recall it? You said when we were children, we didn't get a tree until when? Until at least December, because we were always out of town during the weekend of Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah, that's true. I, I honestly have no recollection on the specific date. I mean, we were out of town for Thanksgiving, so... Must have been in December, or likely in December. Thanksgiving? <laughs> what the fuck is that? Probably the following weekend. I mean, when we yeah. were younger, I feel like we got them off lots, and then we started going to Trafarms. Whoa. I do not have any recollection of lots. I have always said, and I will continue to say, because all I remember, that we always got our tree from a tree farm. I mean, farm. vague recollection. We definitely did tree farms once. I don't know. I feel like... Tree farms didn't exist before we started going to them. I, I know they did, but like. <laughs> they only existed because the Hoffman household needed a tree. No, and they not that, but I, I think they probably came in, came into more fashion, and I had never heard of it before we went. Gotcha. In what I'm guessing was the mid to late 80s, but I, don't, I have no idea when we actually started going to tree farms. I would guess before then, but I don't have any idea either. Um, well, mid 80s, you were. Five. I know. That's what I'm saying. I don't remember any of this stuff. So, um, but do you, now I also know that most times, if not all times, um, or almost all times since in this span that we're talking about you living in the West coast and now living in B town, you're not home on Christmas day. So you have to leave before you would actually utilize the tree on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. So are you chucking the tree before you go? What's happening? No, no, it stays up whilst we're gone. Do you have anyone come by and tend to it? Water it? Um, not Drop some usually. water ice in it? No. Yeah, it just kind of survives the two weeks. Let her, let her roll. I think we turn, we have a, the lights on a timer. It runs from about mm. 5 p.m. to 11 p.m. I think we unplug that before we leave so as not to encourage any combustion, but right. I don't remember what we've done in the past. I mean, I feel like, you know, when you first, if you get a fresh tree, as we do, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you first put it in, it like sucks all the water out the first couple of days and then you forget about yeah. it and then it takes maybe half of it and then it eventually just sort of like <laughs> doesn't take any water or just like it eventually sips yeah. the water <laughs> It, uh, what's the term? Codifies? Whatever that term is where you, where you like burn a wound. Yeah, that's exactly what happens. Cauterizes. Cauterize, yeah. The last three weeks are just 
like you don't even think about watering it. And then when I finally throw it out, I'm like, oh, there's still some water down in the bottom here. It's like, yeah, because it's completely I, I'm going to push over. back on your description of not utilizing it. I mean, we don't okay. u- utilize it on Christmas Eve and Christmas, but that's not why you have a Christmas tree. It's like, hey, I'm not, no, no, I, that's fine. I'm not saying that you are wasting, you're throwing money into a, a, a I mean, crevasse. You're throwing money away. Well, Trees that's for are sure. 100 bucks a part, pop nowadays. Yeah. So, so you've already gotten one this year as per our conversation. Yes. And you said it was it was about a hundred dollars. What what do you guys normally get, like height and type? Fraser um, fir, noble fir. What, what are we talking about here? Some kind of fir. It wasn't a noble fir because they didn't have them at the place we went, but it was something like a Fraser. You, you should have. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think it was like a hundred and two dollars all in. Okay. Some and you went to a farm. Tall. Did you go to yeah. the same farm that you went to last time, uh, Jamie and I were out that way? In PA, just across the border. Yes, it's actually in Maryland, but you go into Pennsylvania and then swing back. Shovakas. That's what it was, because the the GPS or whatever is like you're entering Pennsylvania, you're leaving Pennsylvania. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yes, we did actually go to that turns. place. We went to the. There's another place we've gone to. We went there last year. I don't remember why, but this year we went gotcha. back to Shovakas. So seven feet, hundred bucks. Yeah, we um. We have I mean, not you can got get like a tree. Doug fir or one of those bushy ass trees that you can't fit yeah. any ornaments on for seventy. Who's who's buying that? Lots of people. What are we, Linus? I mean, come on, give me a fucking break. I don't know. It's interesting. Showbockers has this thing. They're like, do you want to? They'll like core out the center of the tree, and they sell a stand that has like what I would call a giant phallus up the middle that <laughs> holds it in place. <laughs> so they drill the it out. The aerator. They, they drill it out. and then The destroyer, <laughs> yeah. And then you can buy a stand from them that holds that so you don't you don't need the sort of prongs on the side, I think is how it oh. works. Or maybe they're less important. But uh, everything it I read... still needs something on the side, but yeah, go ahead. Everything I read said uh, drilling out the base of the tree is a bad idea because they're like do you want it drilled out and i was like nah and my wife yeah like, how deep are you drill drilling out? well i think the the uh whatever the opposite of conventional wisdom the uh, sort of uh, folk, folk wisdom is that yes it creates more surface area for water to enter but based no, on i get it 27 just, websites that's not true i'm just saying how how deep are you probing the <laughs> the trunk of the I mean, tree. the thing they have, I would say, is probably seven or eight inches. Mm. But I don't know. I mean, our tree trunk is not that big. It's probably three or four right. inches in diameter. That's what she said. Um, so, <laughs> so you have you have your tree, seven foot Fraser fir. You think, uh, hundred bucks roughly. Yeah, we uh, Jamie and I went this weekend to do some reconnaissance. But you Stopped have to buy off a lot, right? According to you, there's no tree that farms correct. in Colorado. That is correct. Um, so, so we weird. went. I know you wouldn't think it, but we went to Lowe's first because that's where we've gotten our tree the past couple of years. They actually have a decent selection and decent prices historically. What's decent? Seventy-five. Well, I'm about to tell you. So. Oh, sorry. I think the past couple of years we've gotten either a seven or eight or maybe nine foot. Fraser fir, because we have a very high ceiling in our living room. And we could, theor- we could theoretically get a 16-foot tree if we wanted to, but that would be fucking stupid. Um, but um, so they, they, they mark them as 
either get a five to six foot, a seven to eight foot, or I think nine or above. And a big boy. The Fraser for seven to We've eight. We've gotten like a nine foot tree in the past. Our our ceiling peak is probably twelve feet, but it's in the yeah. Air. Yours yours is high enough too. You could fit something in there, something taller than conventional. But anyway, the seven. Explain this shit to me. Seven to eight feet Fraser fir. They're all the same price. Is seventy nine ninety five. Okay, reasonable, no problem. The next level up again. It's either eight to nine or nine plus. I can't remember. Is a hundred and thirty five dollars. It's a $55 premium <laughs> for theoretically going up one foot or one inch. Interesting because I feel like those should be cheaper because there are fewer people that will so not, few buy, not them. buy them. I would thought I would have thought. Even fewer now at 135 the, uh, I couldn't believe it. The uh, the 7 to 8 has got to be your sweet spot or whatever you said. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, six, six to 8. I mean, those two are – that's got to be 75% of their sales. I know some people like a tall tree or can – but or, most people yeah, or can't shorter. swing it. Yeah, a eight foot plus tree in their house. Yeah, if you live in an apartment, particularly like you know, kind of standard size rooms, I guess, it's I guess a lot of houses rare. have ten foot ceilings, but still, you you want to put something on top of it. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, you, where you got to put the star or the angel? You got to be able to fit that shit in there. But I will tell you that the eighty dollars was surprising to me. Like I'd heard and read a lot of articles about how this year they're so much more expensive, and I was like worried going into Lowe's. Well, Lowe's but, is like, like where the cost like, of Christmas trees. Yeah, still a dog exactly. Right so to be fair, we we checked that first because our next stop was a place called Nick's Garden Center, which is a small. It's I say it's a small oh, local Nick. business. Places, it's gigantic, but it's a you know it's a typical nursery, and they were selling trees as well. And I told Jamie before we went, I was like, this shit's gonna be expensive. Along it's with gonna babies, be pricey. Along with babies, that's right. Storks were coming and going the whole time we were there. Um, we didn't buy a baby. We just tried to sell, but it didn't work. Um, so went up. <laughs> like, and, nope, it's not eight feet tall. Yeah, I'm not interested. Yeah, don't want it. Um, so the six to seven foot range at Nick's was one twenty nine ninety five. Whoa! I, was like, I tried to tell you, but hey, there were there were there was a fourteen footer that was like two eighty five hundred dollars. I mean, they had. Now, look, they were, like, pre-trimmed. They all looked very good. I will wait, give them credit wait, wait, for that. Wait. What do you mean pre-trimmed? Not trimmed with decorations. Like, they were they were really cut to, you know, the ones at Lowe's, like, it's hit or miss. you got to go through 40 of them to find the good one. Oh. But these were all, like, ready wait, to go. the ones like, at Lowe's are not, are not bagged up, so you don't really know the shape of them? No, they're not bagged up. They're just, like, leaning <laughs> up. They're, like, all stacked and little... <laughs> Little uh, cubbies, if you will, and just leaning against the fence and against some some bricks. Yeah, it is. Um, because when we lived in Portland and bought them at Fred Meyer, they were all pre-bagged. But they, I mean, it's not that hard to fucking shape a tree. They just go down it with like edge clippers and get a get a rough. But I'm telling you, they don't, or triangle shape. They don't do that at Lowe's. And I will say <clears> like, that fuck it. <laughs> yeah, enough. pretty much. I will say that four or five years ago, one of the first times we bought a tree living here in Aurora, we went to a a lot, an empty lot next to Lowe's, coincidentally, that was a local tree farm that, that shipped them all in, had them standing up. You shitting me? No, we definitely <laughs> we definitely paid a premium. And I, I remember it was a $115 tree. And I told the guy, I said, I have a $100 bill. It's one of the first times in my life I'd ever bartered successfully. <laughs> I was like, I have a $100 bill that I'll give you right now for this tree. And he goes, 
that works. And so I did. I gave him 100 bucks. So I got, I got 15 bucks like, off just because I had cash. He's like, here, take this one. And <laughs> nope, sorry, they didn't, no sale. Yeah. <laughs> just put that 100 in his back pocket. <laughs> well, we saw him walk out with a tree. Yeah, I don't know. I guess thievery. I don't know. Um, Shoplifters but that these was, days. Fuckers. Yeah. But literally the year after that, it's like, let's, I've heard Home Depot and Lowe's have trees. And the Lowe's is much closer to us than Home Depot. So sure enough, we were pleasantly surprised with both the selection and the price. And so we've been. So I mean, loyal. what do you, what do you think the economics are there? They're like, Lowe's obviously has more overhead in general. Yes, sure. It's just amortized across the entire Lowe's across fleet. Nine thousand products. Yeah. Versus I think, the, uh, I mean, do the the little pop up lots? Do they? Do you think they pay? They must pay some rent for that. They pay spot. something for to hold the space. But typically, where they're holding, and they, we've been to a few other lots in the past, where where they are, are, are setting up shop for three or four weeks, there's typically nothing. Like, yeah, it's truly it's an empty like lot. It's not like a vibrant farmer's market that they're displacing. Well, and or a, it's, but <laughs> it's daycare. not even like, um, no, it's not even like, what's that spirit of Halloween, which takes up like a, a, an existing building for yeah, two months or whatever just before Halloween. abandoned lot usually. This is, yeah, there's a turn in and that's it. It's empty space. There's nothing more than that. Good thing the mute button was working there. Um, so, yeah, the, but I think that's what it is. Lowe's is like, we'll get some people to come in to buy a tree. They'll buy $300 worth oh, of Oh, you think shit. it's a loss leader? I, of course it is. Interesting. Based on the pricing that I saw, again, 135 blows my mind. But because the prices are still relatively low, even though everything I've read said they're going to be higher, I, I think that's what they're doing. They're like, fuck it. Or they found cheaper trees this year. I don't know. But they look pretty good. <laughs> I just glanced. I just was getting a pricing. Yeah. We didn't even come in. I just ran in. I feel like our tree stuff. last year was about the same amount. It might have been like 5 or $10 cheaper. But but I will make the general comment, and I'm certain you agree with me on this, that much like the Charlie Brown Christmas special tries to teach us, it's like even if you got the shittiest-looking tree, you put the gap in the back, and you, once the ornaments are on, it's a fucking Christmas tree. Sure, some are better than others. Some might fall over some years because they are they have a horrible V8 situation. But they're all it, – it, it, it always serves the purpose. By the time you're a week or two into it, you enjoy sitting there in the darkness yeah. at night and just kind of looking at your tree. and smells good when you season. first bring it in. Definitely water it a few times. If you're that like happens. me, you have cats that insist on playing with the ornaments. Climbing in. <laughs> we don't, but we will have a child who I'm assuming. Although we're yeah, going to put up be gates. Into that probably next year. Yeah, we're going to put up gates so she can't even get to it. But um, around the tree, around the base of the tree. Yeah. No, don't put up gates. Just keep an eye on her. No, we're sick of doing that. Uh, we actually just added gates a couple of days ago in the den area, like for one going up the stairs and one going into my office just to kind of contain her. That's made a big difference. It's more of a pain in the ass Wait, for me. Cause is she crawling or? Yeah, she's, she's she's not walking. She's crawling. <clears throat> but she's fast. Full on crawl like, or like, like the oh, yeah. seal crawl? Top speed. No, she's uh, she's knees nice. knees and palms. Oh, man. There we go. Fucking over now. All the easy part is done. Yeah, no shit. And the uh, she's she has she's not successfully climbing stairs, but like I've a couple of times I've been able to stand behind her and kind of you know it takes her five minutes, but she'll go step by step and go yeah. up the stairs. Another month she'll be ripping up and down the stairs, no problem. Well, 
up. Hence anyway. the gates. The down, the down takes a while to learn. Yeah, yeah. I, I assume they just scoot for a while until they figure out how to walk. Yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, both my children were a little timid about going down because it's a much higher likelihood of just sure busting ass and falling down the stairs. The momentum is working against your safety in that situation. They definitely do more of the sort of uh, what I would call a modified slide, where they just sort of slough yeah. off boop, boop, off boop, 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 boop. each step, not that quickly, right. but yeah. Of course. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there eventually. Um, but anyway, so yeah, that's that's kind of our plan now. She has this, we call it the Pentagon. She has a five-sided gate system that uh, we keep up in uh, Jamie's office. Now I have to ask, was, is this a former yeah. dog gate that you've repurposed or was this purchased for the child? No, that was, that was stop three of our last weekend excursion. Lowe's, then Nick's guard center, then uh, Target to pick up the gates. So these are these are newly purchased. We did not we didn't need them for Stell or Luna, but we need them now for this little helling. Were they so. were they more or less than the investment in the Christmas tree? We haven't bought the tree yet, but combined they were more. Wait, you sure. didn't buy the tree? I thought you bought a tree. No. You just went shopping and didn't buy a tree. What the fuck is wrong? With well, you? we did. We started at Lowe's, but it turns out that's where we're going to buy it. But, but by the time we ran all our errands, we then got lunch, came back home, and then it was time for someone to have a nap. And then by the time she got up from the nap, it was nighttime. And for whatever reason, Jamie doesn't want to get a tree. Why don't you just go buy a tree? Bring it back. I don't know. What me? No, yeah. this is a family. This is a family affair. Believe you me, it's an event. So. I mean, anyway, that'll I could be understand if you were going to hand cut a tree, but just picking one sure. up at Lowe's, I don't, it doesn't feel like the uh, fanfare is necessary. Well, maybe I'll FaceTime with you when, when we go buy it here in the next couple of days, and you can see how, how much of an excursion it truly is. you got to pull it out, spin it around, have someone else stand five feet away, look at it, you know. <laughs> Make sure the angle's right. It's so funny because my wife is completely disinterested in getting a tree of at all. Of course she is. Of like course we, she is. We went to the farm, and she's like, that one's good enough. Like, the first fucking tree she saw, I was like, no, it's got, like, giant hole and leaning to yeah. one side. No, you were like, no, that family's putting it on top of their car, and we can't take that one. It's already been purchased by someone else. I mean... It's always a balance because I found one that was the one that we got pretty quickly, but I was like, we can look some more. Yeah. And the girls are like, yeah. When it, I mean, every I I remember as a kid, the goal was to be the person that picked the tree. Like you wanted of to course. be your choice. Yeah, uh, still the goal, by the way. Even at Lowe's, still the goal. <laughs> Which is interesting because, as you mentioned, like once you buy it, there's no you don't get any credit for being the one who yeah, picked the tree. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, it's the family tree at that point in time. Uh, but my wife has, has no chill with <laughs> picking out a tree. She's like, that one's good enough. No sentimentality. It's really, it is really frustrating, to be honest with you. Of course like, it can is. We, can we enjoy this a little bit more? Now, she, uh, I, I assume as a child, we went, she, had, she we went the weekend after Thanksgiving. It was quite busy. Yes, of course She was like, can we please get the fuck out of here? Right. She probably said that before you got there, but... Um, I assume she had a fake tree growing because her her parents have a fake tree now, correct? Yeah, I don't I don't know. I think she had a, had real trees growing up. Oh, okay. That's I don't. Interesting. They don't seem like the Christmas tree farm kind of family to me. More of a no. Lowe's sort of family, I'm sure. guessing. But <laughs> if that, yeah, I, I, I heard don't a, know. I heard a they stat definitely have the, had a fake tree for 
20 plus years. For many years, yeah, as long as I've known them or spent any Christmases over there. Um, I heard a stat that 85% of Americans who have a tree have a fake tree. No, no fucking that's, way. That's what that's what I heard. I'm gonna I'm gonna Google this. Todd's gonna look it up. I know Jamie growing up had one. Um, she was, uh, you know, I introduced her to the whole concept of getting a tree. Oh, a so she's tree. gone whole hog on this now. Like, oh, she loves to be it. Part of the process, selection process. She's a big. You mentioned the smell. She <clears throat> likes the smell too. You know, that fresh pine smell in the house is uh, enchanting, if you will. Todd's looking up the facts. Uh, this the says the reason why 85% of the trees on display are artificial, despite the annual pine versus plastic sales differentials, because artificial Christmas trees last an average of 10 years. Well, yeah. It's definitely so I, a cheaper investment. saying is... They sell more fresh trees each year but more people have fake trees that seems weird to me that's still i'm not sure that's true like i said 85 percent of those displayed in a given year are artificial does that include like retail locations i don't fucking know no i doubt it i heard it on press your luck christmas the christmas episode (laughs) they were spitting out facts is this recent yeah it was on two night or last night last night is there a new press your luck yeah it's in its fourth Wait, season. Why the fuck are you watching network television? Because I have because I have cable, so I just DVR all these shows. It's got you smart DVR. Regime, so press I... your luck. A fucking game yeah. show. It's a fun show. Oh you fuck you. You just asked me. You're like, oh, it's on again. Meaning you would 100 percent watch it. So fuck you. I, I might watch part of it once. It's, no, you sure it. as shit would not DVR. It's fucking it. good. It's good. It's on. Uh, it's hosted by Elizabeth Banks, the actress. She. A lot, a, lot of, a lot of people, like, bought up shows, like, um, it hasn't been on for several seasons for a number of reasons, but Alec Baldwin bought um, Match Game and, like, redid it. She bought up. bought it. He bought the rights to the bought game. Bought the rights to it, yeah. So they're both producer and host. It's a fucking cash cow, man. If you're an even decently well-known celebrity, you don't need to worry about working anymore. Just buy the rights for a game show, reproduce it. Like, they do $100,000 Pyramid. They do all those shows in prime time. It's so weird. Like we have what feels like every possible streaming service available to us. And, and every night I'm like, existed. eh, there's nothing to watch. <laughs> <laughs> like there are shows that I watch. I've been watching White Lotus. My One of my favorite shows from earlier this year, uh, Slow Horses, is back on Apple TV. I'm very excited about that. Mm. Uh, as I've mentioned, Andor, like there's there there are a lot of good shows, but there's not like sure. like we watched uh, Below Deck or whatever tonight, which is one of the reality shows that I I continue to watch for some reason. I don't yes. I, although in fairness, there was a guy speaking Spanish, and I was looking at my phone playing some. <laughs> I'll tell you about this game in a second, but I was playing this okay. <laughs> this game on my phone, and my wife was like, "What are these? Like, what do you what do?" You, what does that mean? What did he say? I was looking at my phone. And I yeah. was like, "It mean like, it's it was something like, uh, life is great if you can earn money while having fun or something." And she's like, "How the mm. fuck did you know what he said?" I was like, "Why? Well, I, I do know a little Spanish." And she's like, "Really?" <laughs> um, I mean, she knows that I know that, but uh, right. so I I don't pay a lot of close attention to that show. 
Congratulations. Oh, however, that doesn't make this, it right, by the way. No, this game that I'm playing, <laughs> it's so stupid. It's, um, I don't know if you play any games on your phone, but you get ads for the same stupid fucking games all the time. And eventually they like wear Ebony? me down and I'll, I'll download yes. it. What's that? Like Ebony? The one with the... Yes. The puzzles? I did download yeah. that game. Not enough of the puzzle. We've talked about this before. Not enough of the yeah. puzzle solving and way I've, too much. Like, I've given up on it. World it's build a city. And It'll take... Take ninety four years to build a fucking city at the rate I'm going, unless you spend money. But I'm. I but this is one of those like cheaply animated games. You're basically yeah. in a helicopter, and there's a uh, someone you're trying to save that's being chased by zombies or guys from the Matrix, and you're just blasting away at them with different guns and stuff. <clears throat> the funniest like part it of it though, to me. So you're just it. It has like blood, like cartoonish blood, <laughs> like there's sure. people's heads blowing off. But yeah. in so you're always from above because you're in a helicopter and the, the person you're trying to save, sometimes multiple people, they, they go through a sequence and they're, you have to like lower bridges or um, open up escalators or not escalators, but elevators through shooting mm-hmm. them to make the thing go up. But sure. at the end, they jump from the edge of the building and like through midair. I mean, quite a vertical leap for this woman that's wearing glasses and a ponytail and like la- like land on the the runners of the helicopter, but they, it's the same. So they jump from the, the edge of this building <laughs> and through the air and latch on. But as they're jumping through the air, they show a, uh, a low POV shot, like a ground shot where you see the woman jumping through the air to the helicopter. And there's casings raining down on you. Like they do it every <laughs> fucking time. I was like, this shot is amazing. <laughs> I love that they have it in every single one of them. <laughs> So the best part of this free game you're playing on your phone is the <laughs> cinematography of the end of board jump for the character to the helicopter. I'll do it. I'll do a screen cap for for you. Maybe okay. I'll put it on our social. I love it so much. Sounds like you really do. So, did, do you want to give prop give props to this game? Do you get name um, it? Let me see. What you, it's it's so new, you don't I, even know what it's called. Holy shit! Well, I've been playing it for a week and a half. I don't remember what it's called. It's one of those games that's like. Never really gets any harder. Right. Actually, I like those. You just get tired of playing it after a while. It's called Hell. Yes. Oh, Heli Escape. That's it. Hell Escape. <laughs> Hell Escape. Hell Escape makes a lot more sense. But okay, yeah. I'll have to check that out. I assume it's a free game. Have you ever paid, yeah. you ever oh, paid for a I game? I don't pay for games. What's that? Okay. I, I was asking if you'd ever paid for a game. I have not. It's it's interesting because it has ads, but they have they you know they always try to upsell you stuff. Uh, and it's like any purchase removes ads. So I've considered like buying a new helicopter or something, but it's like five bucks. And I was like, if it were a dollar, I would pay for this just to get rid of ads. But it does. I've had the same thought. There was, I can't remember <laughs> the name of it either, but there was a game that I downloaded I don't know, six months ago or so. And same thing, just stupid, addictive and like pointless, never got harder past a certain point. And uh, it was the exact same thing. You could spend... I think it was nine ninety nine for, for, for no ads, like a complete no ad experience for like a month. It was like nine ninety nine a month. I was like, eh, I had the exact same thought. Like if it's two ninety nine, I'm in. Nine ninety nine a month? Jesus Christ! Yeah. I'm not I mean, I was for playing subscription. I, the five dollars, I'm like, <clears throat> I can afford five dollars, and I if I yeah. play this game like a hundred more times, it's probably worth it. <laughs> but that's the thing, right? This one, after every board, which was a couple different levels per board, that's hard to explain. I mean, a board took like two and a half minutes. You'd see an ad. 
that was like 30 seconds. And so I thought about it. And I'm like, for five or whatever it was, 10 bucks a month, I'm cutting out literally 30% of the time. <laughs> if I'm playing for an hour, you know, that's 20 minutes where I'm playing the game as opposed to watching this stupid ad. But then I was like, ah, but I'm usually playing, like you said, while watching some stupid TV show or just killing time when I don't want to work at work for five or 10 minutes, like whatever it is. And so I was like, yeah, it's fine. I can deal with it. And then invariably the next day I'm like, fuck, I hate these ads. They're so much. <laughs> well, it's like, it's $10. It's the same fucking ad every time. Of course. That's the and worst I've part. seen it a million times. And they have the thing that I hate now. Well, the thing that I like and hate is they, a lot of the ads have playability if they're for other games. Mm. Which, which is mildly interesting, but then they have like a really? an arrow to like prompt you to get out of it. But then sometimes mm. the arrow will lead you to another arrow, which will eventually, after fifteen seconds, turn into an X. I'm like, just either let me skip it or not. Like, don't give me all these fake. Yeah, I know what you're talking. You're about. not. I'm not going to download the game if you annoy me more. I don't understand well, that strategy. <laughs> but that's that's not even that's not nearly as bad as some of them are like pop up ads like porn in the early 2000s where it's like you you think you're clicking on one thing and you're not and suddenly you go boop, 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 and like three pop-up ads come up and that it's basically like a trojan uh, horse that must or, that must be an android horse. thing it might be i don't know it, ha- it doesn't happen as much on my pixel it happened a lot on my samsung i'd be like fuck <laughs> i have to just shut down my, my phone entirely because i just got deep into this <laughs> vortex of maybe it's because your phone was 12 years old porn ads or whatever it was yeah it's probably it had something to do with it my phone was not 12 years old, but I think when I finally turned it in, which I never did, when I finally put it up, literally up, it's right above me on this shelf. I think Just it was five and a half or, or six years old. No, but it was, it was very, and it's funny too, because I, I didn't like, because I didn't turn it back in, I got, this was just recently, the past few weeks, I got emails from Verizon. It's like, one of your devices is going to be out of, like, it, it won't be, um, no Whatever. longer will like, be available on the network. It only yeah, it can't be serviced because, like, yeah, th- that's exactly what it is because it doesn't support because we're not going to support 3G anymore. And I'm like, bitch, first of all, I haven't used that phone in well over a year. Second of all, I know I what's going on. publicly Thank shame you for, you for having such an that's, old phone yeah, that you hadn't deactivated. Publicly in a private email. But, yes, they wanted to publicly <laughs> shame me for uh, having such an old-ass phone. But it got They're me like, thinking. I'm like – I. I feel bad for people who actually like that's their everyday phone. They're like, "Oh shit, Mr. I guess Hoffman I have to get a new." No longer supporting uh, dial-up, right? Dial-up cell internet. Phones. I mean, I think phones are basically free, so it's just you can get a shitty Android phone or whatever, even from like a Cricket or something, and then you pay twenty dollars a month. Yeah, you could for sure. Yeah, uh, you're, you're talking about for those people go. that. Sorry, I didn't mean to hit the yeah, microphone. Yeah, yeah. No, that's all right. Apologize. Apologies to our listeners more than you. Actually, we'll not take it on post, but I could. Um, yeah, no, and, and like now that, you know, Mint Mobile is out there, and of course the, the phones are built to last. Like they're built to last a little longer than they, they used to be. So I think they are. I mean, I think they encourage you to get one every two years because they want to keep cycling through. Yeah, my, my phone's feeling stale. I want a new one, but I don't. There's the new one's not that much better, so. Yeah, I looked at the specs for the Pixel Seven, and I was like, eh, "I'm good with my six. <laughs> also, who am I to to go from having a Samsung Galaxy S Seven 
when they were now coming out with like the S13 23 to go yeah to go all right my 6 is a little outdated let's upgrade <laughs> to the 7 right away yeah it's not going to happen i mean i think i got they had some deal where we got ours for free yeah you mentioned that on the pod and i don't even think it was like amortized across i think i mean i guess it kind of was because they gave you a credit for it every month or something Hmm. Rather than just like, I, I don't, don't know. quite understand how you're saying phones are free. I, I, I hard disagree with that. Well, I, Apple is I mean, the most Verizon, profitable company in the TV, world. If you watch TV, which I know like you do, every Verizon phones. commercial is like, you can get a fry, a free five G phone. A fried phone? Yeah. But you have to have a plan for two years. But of course, I don't. I mean, what person? Again, maybe you're using Mint Mobile or some other cellular provider, but yeah, everyone has a phone. True. Just because you kind of have to. You really do. I don't know who I was talking to. To live in society, even if you were some sort of, I guess you could have Off just no grid. communication with people or be a Luddite and have a landline or something. Right. But no one, people are going to try and text you. You're going to be like, this is a regular phone. It doesn't receive text messages. It's cost me 10 cents a minute. Um, but no, I, no, I know, I know what it was. We, Part of our excursion when we picked up the gates, we went to Target and we had pre-ordered, and then you pull up, and you you know they the, it's the curbside where they drop it off, and you say I'm here. Oh, you still do that? You don't you don't want to go inside or? Well, we we just did it because just we convenience. had everybody with us and we were just out running errands, so we didn't want to, you know, get the baby out and put her in a stroller, and we had Stell with us, and you can't take Stell into Target because she'd piss everywhere. Anyway, so you oh, know you, had you pull everybody up, with you. We had everybody, yeah. And you say, I mean, because you can take dogs into Lowe's. And we looked, and you could take dogs into Nick's Garden Center. So it's like, all right, still can come with us. <laughs> anyway, so you put, like, what stall you're in. You know, you hit number four, and then when it sends you a code, and the, the woman Chick-fil-A, comes up. I mean, target order. The target order. The woman comes up and looks at the code on your phone. And I'm like, we exactly what you said. Like, I would be, we'd be so fucked. We could not do this. We'd have to actually go in and buy stuff. And I was like, yeah. Imagine I heard a story about the industry friend of mine losing their phone on the way to the airport. I was like, how did you end up getting anywhere? <laughs> like, how is that even possible? That would be. Uh, I mean, I, I guess if you lost your phone on the way to the airport, you could assume you, you could still had your ticket. ID. You could get a paper ticket. Sure. But, but I don't know about you. I never I never have a paper ticket. It's I do a, sometimes, but it's almost always on my phone now. But it's like. Just really, really first world problems. Like, what am I going to do sitting in the airport waiting for my flight? What am I going to do on the plane? You could buy a magazine. Like an actual periodical? Actually. What fucking year is this? On my recent flights, they give you headphones if you want to watch the, assuming there's a TV Mm. or a screen in the back of the seat. True. Um, We used to charge for that, if you recall, I'm sure. Yeah. God, I wish you could connect Bluetooth to those because those... They're that terrible. Suck. God. They are the worst. It just sounds. It sounds like somebody's like playing the audio to TV through like a blast furnace or something. <laughs> just like. Well, and I went to a at a conference in Tampa about six weeks ago, and I was on a Delta flight, which had that, and they gave me the thing, and it like, you know, you're sticking it. It's like a single input jack, like a yeah. f- whatever it is, five millimeter, eight millimeter, whatever it is, and it wouldn't stay. Five, so it kept like. Popping out like in the middle of dialogue, it'd be like, you know, in the middle of saying something, and then it would just get really quiet. Yeah, the connection's and then, not like, tight. I would, I would have the thing where terrible. like 
where one ear would drop out and I'd wiggle oh, it. Oh, yeah. Would, it would so oh, I, the whole th- Yeah, I think the whole thing was just in one ear. I, I never got both ears. I never got it in stereo. <laughs> but it's frustrating. I'm trying to watch a movie that I would not otherwise watch that I've heard about. I heard it was good. I'm like, fuck, I can't. Like, I ended up just not watching it. I, I just put my, my Pixel Buds in because it wasn't working for me. It was very frustrating. Yeah, if you have wireless uh, earbuds, especially if they're, like, noise-canceling, and you, you're you like, holy shit, how can I, like, this, yeah. the, uh, just the level of quality between those two things, you're like, how does anybody listen to this? Yeah, I, I have no idea. And some of those flights have, as opposed to watching a movie or TV, you can, like, listen to music. I'm like, what? Why? Why? <laughs> Nothing is worse than that. Nothing. An audio tape sounds better than this, these shitty headphones. I don't know. But I kept yeah. the pair they gave me just in case I fly on those flights again. Do you remember back in the day when they had the uh, stethoscope looking headphones yes. with the tubes yeah. that plugged the, in the two giant With the holes. foam. Yeah, with the foam <laughs> in the ears, of course. <clears throat> the, the, I think the fidelity on those is actually a little better than the, it was. the earbuds they give you now. 100%. Yeah, joke about it all you want. You look like an idiot listening to it, or yeah, with the stuff in your ears. I think I think I actually have a a pair of corded headphones that I take in my like travel backpack, but it's it doesn't matter. It's it's not so much the headphones no. that they give you. It's just the uh, the output. It's is the jack. Shit. Yeah, the jack is the jack <clears throat> is jacked. You could put a you, whatever insert high end <laughs> noise canceling headphone system into that right. corded thing, and it wouldn't make any difference going to sound like crap. The noise-canceling aspect wouldn't work somehow. Actually, I wonder if you put no- corded noise-canceling headphones, if it would sound any better. Do you remember... This is just old people chatter here. Do you remember when you used to have... Um, you'd have a splitter, so you could listen to... Like, two people could listen to it at oh, once. Yeah. So you have the splitter, I, like, you put it into I your tape deck. I have a deck. splitter somewhere. I have a splitter somewhere, too. You put it into your tape deck, and then you could have two people put that... S- Man, talk about just diminishing the quality step by step. Oh, Todd's looking for it now. Hold one moment. Okay. All right. Todd is turning around, looking near his record collection. Oh, he may have found it already. Splitter. There it is. (laughs) Wow. I could not find mine that quickly, but I know I have it somewhere. That's exactly what it looks like. I'm not entirely sure why I have this. I think we got it for the girls uh, so they could both listen to something on Mm. a tablet. Although they, oh, it's made by On a Radio road trip Shack. or something. Wow, Lovely. maybe not. This must so be a new ancient. product. <laughs> um, although uh, one of their headphones has, it's interesting. It has like has a plug for the cord. The cord is separate from the headphone, mm-hmm. and it plugs into either ear. But the you can basically daisy chain it by taking another pair of headphones and just plugging it into the other side, so you can have multiple people listen to it. Yeah, I can see that being good for, again, for road trips or plane trips, whatever you guys are doing. But now they have their own separate devices. Have your daughters ever flown? Yeah, they flew to your fucking wedding. Oh, shit, that's right. Is that their first time? (laughs) No, it's not even their last time. Oh, look at that. We went to Disney World after that. Pandemic flying. Oh, yeah. Right before COVID. We went in February of 2020. Just snuck it in, just in the nick of time. Good work. Licked all um, sorts of sur- surfaces in Orlando and <laughs> came on. Both my kids did get sick, but it was more like a stomach bug. Oh, okay. Like vomiting. That was definitely and not COVID. Shitting yeah. their pants. 
That sounds lovely. <laughs> Clean up aisle three. Um, yeah, that was more of a number two, but. Yeah, aisle two. Good point. All right, let's start the show. Um, Sweet Good preamble here, 40 minutes in. I mentioned a fucking Christmas tree. We end up talking about Radio Shack uh, <laughs> supplies, and now we're 40 minutes Forty minutes done. Yeah, that makes sense. Crossing it off. Yeah, that does sound about right. Um, so, since we're talking about Christmas, I had a, I had a debate, and I don't, I don't think you fall on either side of this, but I'll bring it up to you anyway. I had a debate with a coworker, and with actually one of one of Jamie's coworkers as well, about an age old question that comes up this time of year, every year. You might know what I'm going to ask you. You don't. Okay. Um, is Real true. Die Hard... No. Oh, Christmas movie? Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? And we don't have to focus we've, solely we've on Die Hard. We've had this conversation what is, before. Have we? I, I, I didn't know if we had. Yes, because you say that it is. I would mostly say that it is not. It's an action okay. movie that takes place at Christmas. At Christmas time. not important. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I would say not important to the storyline. So what... What, in your opinion, you know me and my Mount Rushmore, what are the top three, like, definitive Christmas movies in your mind? I'm putting well, you on the spot, are we, just for the are record. Are we saying so, movies that are, like, lifetime saying, holiday movies or just movies that I enjoy that are about Christmas? It, it could be both. Societally, what do you think are the top three or four, or I mean, two, if, whatever you want to make. Societally, I would say, if we're counting... Societally, I would say... Um, Keep saying that. I'll sound uh, dumber every time you say it. <laughs> so, uh, I would say... Um, what the fuck is that movie called? The one that Christmas Story? Like, is that the one where... You're going to shoot your eye out? Huh? You're going to shoot your eye out? The tongue on the pole? No, I wasn't going to say that one. I was going to say the Jimmy Roger. It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, It's a Wonderful Life or Miracle on 34th Street. Yes. Um, And then, um, I mean, I was going to say Home Alone. Okay. And then uh, the National Lampoon's Christmas. (laughs) Societally. But I I could easily put Die Hard in there. I mean, well, then, one of them. I think the. the <laughs> well, then how think, are, you can't say it's not a Christmas movie. I could easily put it in there. Well, what is it? Like I, a I'm saying if we're calling it a Christmas movie, I, it's a popular yes. movie. I mean, honestly, sure. I think the uh, the Jimmy Stewart one is probably the most widely beloved movie. It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. Um, but then there's you know like kids specials that people have fondness for. Charlie Brown Christmas, Frosty the Snowman, uh, the Grinch uh, stole Christmas, Grinch, yeah. the uh, the claymation one, Rudolph, Rudolph, yeah, or the other claymation one, with, like the elves. That one's less yeah. popular. Yeah, they're all very creepy. Um, Heat my sure there's some shit. Disney like Mickey Mouse Christmas shit that I'm not remembering. Yeah, we're not talking about Christmas specials. I'm talking about straight movies. So so, what would you put on your Rushmore? I, I assume that's four. So I'm adding a yes. Did I name four? You can add honorable mention. I don't know. You said like seven of them. I mean, you start <laughs> I think, the TV I show. Think, so I, I think Die Hard, Home Alone, 
National Lampoons and uh, Wonderful Life. It's a Wonderful Life. That's for it. A Christmas Story could easily swap one of those. That might swap out, like, National Lampoons for me, but I know people like that movie. So what about something like, it's a more modern film. I think a lot of people have replaced this movie with others. What about something like Elf? Uh, Yeah. People like very that, much related that would probably to do better for the uh, under fifty crowd. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or even the, maybe even the under. I don't know. Yeah, under fifty, of which we are both participants. So I'm yeah, not sure yeah. why that didn't come to. I think. Come to your I, mind. I mean, I know a lot of people my age and yeah. even slightly younger enjoy Elf. Yeah, I don't know. I don't film. think about Christmas movies. I'm not a big Christmas movie fan per se. But you like Christmas. Yeah. I just, I don't give a shit about, I don't, I think I like we talked about this period. too. I don't, I yeah. like movies. I just don't watch them very often. It's because you don't have the, you, you can't sit long enough to watch a full movie. I think that's your issue. No, I mean, <laughs> it's more that, uh, your, your my wife is not interested in watching movies for the most part. Right. And like my kids go to bed a little later now, so we're not starting a movie till nine o'clock. Mm. If we watch a movie with them, I'm usually not interested, so. That's understandable. I don't know. So are you, are you going to give us your Mount Rushmore? Oh yeah, sorry. So I I would put Elf on there. Um, that's that's probably my wife's favorite Christmas movie. I would also have Home Alone Under 50. on there. Right? You would also yeah. what? I would also have Home Alone on there for sure. I love Home Alone. Home Alone's actually been sitting on our DVR for a couple years now. Just so that we can watch it, just so that we can watch it kind of on demand and not have to worry about finding it on a streaming service, which I'm sure is not that uh, hard. To it's do. on HBO Max. It's not that hard to find. Yeah. Like I said, I'm sure it is, but I, I don't know when they take that shit down or put it back up, so I don't want to fuck with it. So it's on the DVR. Um, watch it so Home commercials Alone. commercials, too. I'm sure course. you've recorded off Comedy Central or something. It was on a channel called Freeform. Which shows <laughs> I think they have a streaming service like a streaming. They probably free, do. It's probably on Tubi or something like that too. Yeah, fucking Tubi. Don't get me started on that. <laughs> um, voodoo and who knows. So, Elf, Home Alone, Die Hard, obviously. If I'm making my list, and I guess I'd put um, Christmas Vacation on there as well. Oh, I just sorry, Home Alone is on Disney Plus. Oh okay, I think I think Jamie has that so. Regardless, it's also on my DVR, so it doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, I mean, Christmas Story, I it seemed it's it's a little before my time. I'm a little too young to have that for that to have really hit me because it came out in like eighty two or so, eighty three maybe. I feel like I was just too young, and it was it kind of had like it. It's not an uplifting film. I'll say that much. Like, there's a no, lot of definitely not. It's depressing almost. You know, they go to the, the Chinese place for dinner because they fuck up the turkey. I, don't, I don't remember. It's been years since I saw it. I don't understand why it has the following that it does. Like, is it TNT or TBS? One of those channels shows it for 24 hours uh, yeah. on Christmas Day. Like, I don't I don't get it. I don't think it's uh, – I don't know. I, I think there are other ones, again, clearly on my Mount Rushmore, that I would rather have cycling through for 24 hours on TNT on Christmas Day – and that's just not one of the ones that, that I think makes sense to do that. Um, I probably could just get the rights to it. Sure. So I'm looking at the Disney Plus page there. They have yes. Home Alone, Home Alone 2, which you probably have seen. 
They also have Home Alone 3 and 4, which do not feature Kevin McAllister. Or not. And, sh- and should not Culkin. be watched. Yeah. Uh, Home Alone, The Holiday Heist. And Home Sweet Alone. No, Home Sweet Home Alone, sorry. Is that a Hallmark movie? That is a Disney Plus original, so that is, must be like... Yikes. Came out last Yikes year. squared. Oh, okay. Not good. Um, that might but, be excellent. You don't know. You haven't seen it. But look, getting back to the point of my question, yet again, we have gone astray from the original point, which happens. Um, I just think that... I think that one of the key questions that people don't ask in determining if something is considered a Christmas movie is, you you know, you said earlier, before you completely changed your mind, you said, no, Die Hard is an action movie that just happens to take place at Christmas. Yes, I still believe that. I don't think it's a Christmas movie. I said if we are considering it a Christmas movie, it would probably be on Mount Rushmore just because it's a great movie. It's a fucking amazing movie. But the, the question I think people don't ask is, Take it's and I, I say the same thing about uh, with basketball, like with with MVP discussions. Take the movie and put it in July. Is it the same movie? Is it as yes. good? And I think a lot of people with Die Hard would say, yeah, it's the same fucking movie. But I'm like, but then why is he there? He's there for for Holly Gennaro's Christmas party. He's there to try to rekindle his relationship with his wife. Like there are a lot of like Bruce. You know, John McClane would have never shown up. There would be no fucking movie. It could be his daughter's birthday or his, he's, I mean, you could Could write around that very easily. (laughs) I mean, Die Hard 2 was also set during Christmas time, but Die Hard 3, widely regarded as one of the better of the Die Hard movies, is Christmas time. It's the second best. It was in the middle of summer in New York City. I don't know. I the fucking icicle through the brain and Die Hard Two is pretty badass. Yeah, but that one, just the whole airport thing. I don't know. There's so yeah, much Fran. that's so unrealistic in I Die Hard Two. Are you the whole all the like Die Hard Four? Now, they also drive a car into a helicopter. Into a into a helicopter. Four is the worst. And the, I think that <laughs> is that the one where they go down the elevator shaft or something. Yes. For, or, or it's into an airplane is what it is. An airplane's just like hovering next to a building. I'm like, give me a fucking break. Um, yeah, four <laughs> is unrealistic. And three has a couple scenes where it's like, all right, that would kill you. Where he jumps off the bridge onto the boat. I'm like, come on. I mean, John McClane, Bruce Willis is a, is a tough guy. But give me a fucking break. I don't know if there's a five. I feel like there was a five. I don't know if I saw it. Because it's Die Hard, Die Hard with a Vengeance. I think four was live free or die hard, if I'm not mistaken. Are you looking this up? Yeah, I'm looking I'm not, it up. You are not good at looking things up. You should already have these answers. Well, I'm looking up the, that's the Wikipedia I'm seeing with the. Oh, okay. All right. Sequels. So it's die hard, die hard two, die hard with a it vengeance. It's live free or die four hard. Form sequ- four film sequels, die hard two. Uh, die hard with a vengeance is die hard Just three. what I said, yeah. Said live all free or live die, free or hard, die, die hard, hard. Four. Yes. And then what was the a, good day to, a good a day good to day hard. to die, I mean, die yeah, hard. To, to get hard. That's the <laughs> that's the version on Pornhub. Um, a good day to die hard. Yeah, I never saw that one. But four was outrageous oh, too. The tag, die hard five takes place in Russia, and the um, the I guess 
subhead is Yippie Kaye Mother Russia, which is. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Yippie Kaye Motherfucker is definitely the most memorable line from the original. However, in my opinion, the Ellis character has all the best lines in that movie. Hans, Bobby, I'm your white knight. And he uh, goes in there and tries to sweet A good day to die hard is considered the weakest entry in the series. Really? It was derided by critics and fans, and the negative reception stalled the franchise. I was that a, doubt that's true. Was that a Christopher Nolan film? The fourth one? Do you know who the director is? The which one? The fourth one. Live Free or Die Hard. Uh, Live Free or Die Hard. Or who's that douchebag that does all the like completely outlandish... Um, is it Christopher Nolan? I mean, Nolan has done a lot of Christopher more. Christopher Nolan, yeah. He did some of the Batman movies that I don't think it was a Christopher Nolan movie. Okay. That's not who I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of somebody else that did like Armageddon. Oh, you're thinking, is. I know who you're talking about. I'm, I don't think so. Let's see, director okay. for Len Wiseman. Definitely not. It. Hello? <laughs> yeah, different guy. Okay. Um, so well, now I'm curious. Uh, you're thinking, what the fuck is that guy's name? I don't know, but I'm looking it up now. Oh, Jerry Bruckheimer. Jerry you know, Bruckheimer. Producer? Michael Bay. Michael Bay is who you're thinking Michael of. Bay. No, that's what I'm thinking of. You're right. Transformers. Yes. He's, he partners with Bruckheimer frequently yeah. for mega action movies. Yeah. Let's make a $200 million dollar movie. MCU movies. Yeah, of course. The only movies that make that much money, yeah. MC, yes. Marvel Comics. That's correct. You can watch Armageddon on HBO Max streaming before it becomes just Max. Uh, no. <laughs> I have no interest in doing that. I don't think I've ever seen Armageddon. Is that the one with the fucking uh, Aerosmith song in the soundtrack? Yes, it is. True story. Side note, Armageddon. Aerosmith sucks. No. That's, yes. I mean, that's also true. But Definitely, yes. Armageddon was the my first date ever. I took Mandy to see Armageddon because it was free because it was at the movie theater that we both worked for um, after having a nice meal at Yesterday's in downtown Columbia. True story. Aging myself a little bit there, but. um, Oh, man. Armageddon, all-star cast. I did not realize all these people were in it. Yeah, Liv Tyler, Bruce Willis. Liv Tyler, Ben Affleck, Steve Buscemi. Billy Bob Thornton, Thornton, uh, Owen Wilson, and a bunch of other people that you know but are less I forgot Owen Wilson was in there. Everyone else I remembered. By the way, I love that no one says that right because it sounds stupid. Thornton, but that is the correct way to pronounce it. Eddie Griffin is in it, apparently, as a bike messenger. Oh, shit. Well, this was that was, what, 97? 98, maybe? I just looked it up and I already forgot. It would have been 98. Susan, Susan's mother from Seinfeld features oh, has a small really? role. Grace Zabreski is Dottie. Is that her name? Okay. Apparently. I, I just recognize her face. I don't... I don't yeah. I'm you not just familiar picture, with her other works. You can just picture her drinking alcohol and rolling her yeah. eyes because that's Half how she ever drunk did. As Susan's mom in Seinfeld. <laughs> I don't know. They brought a the better bread. actress than Susan herself. 
Not even arguably. I mean, you've heard the story behind the whole situation that Susan, whatever that actress Everybody hated her. (laughs) Yeah, everybody hated her. She was, you know, tough to get along with and all that sort of stuff. And that's why they killed her off. I hope that's true. That's amazing. It's so weird. I don't understand how you can be in that role and be tough to get along with, like, in the most popular or one of two most popular sitcoms, certainly at the time and sort of... Of one all of the time. top ten of all time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't get it. Like, you're it's not an important character? Like, why are you being an asshole? It's so weird. I don't know. Goes to people's head, I suppose, the popularity of said show, as you were mentioning correctly. Yeah, Susan Ross. Classic. Classic bitch, apparently, <laughs> to work with. <laughs> not the character, but whatever her name is. I think she, did she die? Did, do I remember that correctly? It happened in the show. Like, shut up. No, in real life. I thought I thought her just uh, Heidi Swe- Swedberg. Maybe her career just died. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. She, according to this, is not dead. Still kicking? Okay. <coughs> Speaking of deaths, had a couple big ones this week. Um, and speaking of sitcoms, Kirstie Alley of oh, yeah. Cheers fame passed away. Were you surprised to hear she was 71? Uh, a little bit. I mean, I guess it sort of makes sense. Uh, to me, she's best known for her role Cheers. in Cheers and Look Who's Talking. Yes. Um, but if you think about when Cheers came out, the characters were similar in age to our father, who was a little older than 71. but Also in the 70s, yes. So I guess it makes sense. Uh, interesting fact... Uh, a, a woman who was the office manager, I guess, at an architecture firm that I worked at in Portland was Kirstie Alley's personal assistant for some time oh, in the cool. 90s, I believe. She posted a photo of herself and Kirstie's monkey. Uh, apparently, Kirstie Alley was an animal lover and had a, a monkey. <laughs> And at a virtual calling zoo. What, yeah. what great time she had working with and for her. That's very cool. Was she there during the Look Who's Talking era, or was that after? Uh, I don't know. She didn't. I, I, I mean, 90s would have been around that time. It was just sort of a gee whiz kind of fact. I never really yeah, pressed her course. on it. Yeah, of course. I would have. I would ask a thousand questions. <laughs> um, no, but it, I, I, I read, you know, kind of a epitaph if you will for her and I knew she had had I don't think anyone knew or very few people knew that she was battling cancer apparently it was a pretty short battle but I knew she'd had some weight issues because I'd seen her in a couple like lifetime movies in the last 10 to 12 years where she was a very large woman but I read that basically the last 20 years she was just on a roller coaster with her weight like and she was you know, a Weight Watchers sponsor, and then... Yeah, I remember she, her being a Weight Watchers spokesperson. Yeah, or, yeah sorry, spokes, spokeswoman. And she lost, like, 75 pounds, and then she stopped it, and she gained 88 pounds. And then she went to Jenny Craig, and she was just really yo-yoing back and forth, um, which, it's just weird. Like, you know, whether you want to believe it or not, she was, I think when she was on Cheers, she was kind of considered a sex symbol. I mean, she was the love interest for Ted Dance and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, she replaced Diane, basically. Yeah, she replaced Diane. Um, and 
it's I, I imagine that took a major toll if you're if you're considered a sex symbol on a very popular show and then suddenly you can't control your own appearance and you know how much that had to do with her her career kind of she was on just shoot me as well like kind of going away essentially since this century started it's got to be tough but um but yeah still at the end of the day a very a very good run for a good 15 20 maybe even 25 years there um in the 80s and 90s that she was on um, just shoot me is that the david spade show maybe it wasn't just shoot me it was one of those shows Veronica's Closet. Maybe it was Veronica's Closet. It was a show about either a, a, uh, like a, a modeling agency or some sort of fashion thing. I don't know. Something along those lines. Um, now you're making me look it up as well. She was in Veronica's Closet for Veronica's Closet. episodes. Okay. Yeah, she was the main character on that show. And that was, I'm going to say, in the 90s, 97 late to 2000. 90s. Yeah, there you go. But yeah, all right, I'm looking at it now. So, I mean, you look beyond that. And again, she was she was one of the main characters, if not the main character. Beyond that, on the TV side, it was just a bunch of TV episodes here or there. She was on a show called Time Crashers seven years ago as main cast, but who knows what that is. She was on the second season of Scream Queens, which I think is a popular show, but I've never seen an episode or a commercial for it. Um, and her film career basically ended at the turn of the century. She was in three other films, but nothing anyone saw. So just strange, just kind of a strange a strange end and a, a kind of abrupt end, I would say, to essentially her, her, her acting career. Um, by the way, Veronica's Closet co-starring my man. Dan Cortez. <laughs> if that doesn't <laughs> I d- I bring you back. I actually followed Dan Cortez on Instagram, and no, I think don't. I did see him post something about it. I didn't realize that they had starred together in that show. He said something positive about working with her, but I didn't realize of course, the context in which they had worked together. Yeah, there you go. Dan Cortez had it's a good funny, run I remember for a while, Veronica's though. Closet being a show, but I do not remember anything. I mean, about what it look was at the about. years, though. You were starting your life like that was you know right at your end the end of college for you and well I guess you weren't starting life yet because you went to grad school but whatever um I mean it, it ended its run the year you got married so it's like you weren't I, I assume you weren't watching tv although maybe as I'm saying this that was the perfect time for you to watch tv because you were in grad school fucking I wasn't watching that show that's for sure okay well I believe that um but anyway so so coincidentally Another big celebrity death this week, this past week. The first was Kirstie Alley. And the second, Mills Lane. So we have a Lane and an Alley. Who's next? Bob Boulevard? I don't know. Um, yeah, Mills Lane, best known as a, uh, a boxing referee. He was the referee for a number of those Tyson fights in the 80s and 90s. Um, and then he, uh, I think he went on to, he had like a, almost like a Judge Judy type show where he was like a, you know, he, whatever. How the he fuck do you know things. this guy's name? How do you not know who Mills Lane is? I mean, I recognize him in photos, but I would have no idea what his name was. I've never heard his name before. 
he is arguably the most famous boxing referee of all time. Okay. Might be fair that to say. places him, I don't know, 5,000th <laughs> among people that I've heard of. That's fine. You don't watch boxing. That's okay. You don't have to watch boxing. Anyway. Yes, he had a show around the same time as Veronica's Closet called Judge Mills Lane. Judge Mills Lane. It was not good. to 2001. I watched a couple episodes back in the day, and I was like, eh, I'm going to pass. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of those shows. I mean, I was a big fan of People's Court, let's be honest. Who didn't There's love also Judge a Bach. voice on Celebrity Deathmatch. <laughs> most, probably the most famous one. I was going to say that. But it's funny, if you read the details of that, he had had a stroke like six months or a year before they did that Celebrity Deathmatch, which, by the way, Celebrity Deathmatch was a show, an MTV acclamation show. And so he didn't even voice, he gave the rights to do his voice, but a, a, a voice actor actually did an impersonation or an impression of him and did his voice on Celebrity Deathmatch. Oh, interesting. Yeah. He was 85. That's a good run. That's a, that's a very good run. And he was also, by the way, he was a professional boxer himself. He had a 10 and one record. He lost his first fight ever and then won every fight after that. And then decide, that was in the 60s, like the early 60s, and then decided to hang up the gloves. and uh, Back when concussions were just something you did on a Tuesday. Oh, man. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? So, anyway, passing of a couple legends there. One of uh, the small screen and one in the ring. And again, who's next? If your last name is Street, street or Boulevard, watch out. Because <laughs> we got an alley and a lane covered here, so... Boulevard, Circle. Not too many people named Boulevard. Court. <laughs> Circle, Court. maybe. Court. Yeah. Margaret Court. She's still alive. Uh, just be on the lookout. Anything can happen. <laughs> Are you looking up who Margaret Court is, for Christ's sakes? No. I was looking oh, okay. up. Jeez. The name Courtney Lee popped into my head, and I was trying to figure out who that was. Basketball, basketball player. Basketball player. I would venture to guess. Correct Courtney me if I'm Thorne wrong. Smith. I don't know if that's still her uh, last name. She had a good she had a good uh good run on a network show too. I can't remember what it was called, but Melrose Place. No, no, that's not the one I'm thinking of. It was a it was a sitcom. She had a moment where she was uh, a little hot to trot there, a lister, if you will. Um, I was gonna say I, I would venture a guess, Todd. If you ever think of a a man's name randomly, it's either a jazz musician or a basketball player. It just feels like well, a safe. I bet. thought Courtney 85%. Lee, and I was like, "What is she in? What is? What do I know her name for?" Oh my god, you're such an idiot. <laughs> she dunks a basketball really well. That's what you know her name from. Uh, she was also in Revenge of the Nerds too. This is Courtney Thorne Smith. Mm, can't um, wait. You'll get Growing to Pains. Oh yeah. She appeared on Growing Pains. She sure uh, did. She was in the short-lived sitcom Day by Day with Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Holy shit, that might be what I was thinking Law. I think I'm thinking of Day by Day. I can't believe she was I'm also in uh, Ally McBeal. Nope, definitely not it. And yeah, no, I'm thinking of Day by Day. 52 episodes of your favorite show, Two and a Half Men. Oof. And 182 episodes. How did According to Jim get to 182 episodes? Oh, yeah. I skipped According to Jim because I've didn't. i never heard of that show before. Jim Belushi, not funny. 
how does he have a show that's that successful? I think I'm thinking a day by day because I'm thinking like old school. Yeah, that's that's late '80s. That's definitely it. Day I watch by day. day by Day every every day by day. Was that the school show? Uh, what was Day by Day? I don't remember. Married couple no, with no. successful careers. Yeah, definitely not. I don't know, but that's what I'm thinking of. That's a hundred percent the show that I'm thinking of. They decided to, to open two. a daycare center in their home. That sort of sounds like the the name <laughs> the of the premise. show sounds familiar to me, but I'm pretty certain I've never seen it before. The premise isn't ringing true. You've definitely seen Day by Day. Hundred percent, you've seen it. Oh, it was connect. It was a spinoff of Family Ties. See, that's why I know you've seen it. Well, it was connected to Family Ties. It says the family patriarch was a college roommate of Stephen Keaton. 33 episodes were produced. I must have seen this. I do not remember this show at all. You definitely saw it because I've seen it. And at that age, I'm 9, 10 years old. Whatever you're watching, I'm watching. And vice versa. Like, we're not going off in our room and watching shows. see some clips from this show. (laughs) Ah, jeez. Well, we had a good run tonight, gentlemen and ladies. <laughs> but now we're going to lose Todd. Um, let me ask you a question. Courtney Thorne-Smith, her career, Melrose Place, six-year run, solid. Allie McBeal, six-year run. According to Jim, nine-year run. She was on Two and a Half Men for four or five years. How, how, how wealthy are people like that? Like, what, what is she making residually every year? Half a million dollars? I mean, I think she makes probably good, the best money off of Melrose. Although those other shows that I've never seen or heard of, like According to Jim, she probably makes good. All those are in syndication. Two, like they, yeah, Two and a Half Men are number. in syndication everywhere, for sure. Two and a Half Men was a very popular show, although I never cared for it and never really watched it. But you got to think, if you have one or two mega hit, mega hits like that that make it a syndication. She's $30 million, according to this. Oh, is that... Celebrity net worth says. Yeah, no, it says eight million. Yeah, but I'm that, like, that, what, you never know. What does that mean? She probably has a house no that's worth like four million. Like, how, yeah, how is she only exactly. worth eight million? She probably has a Malibu place that, yeah, she bought for a million and a half. It's worth twelve. Like, come on. I never I mean, trust. It doesn't a seem possible because, like, buying a house in California, like even just a okay house, if she lives in the L.A. area. She's spending at least close to eight million just for that. Sure. Having had the success she's had, I'm not saying she hasn't mismanaged her money per chance. I mean, maybe she has. Maybe she hasn't. I have no idea. Yeah. But eight million seems very low for. Again, she's I not agree. like a super A lister, but she has been. Like she has been very famous, yeah. and has a pretty long. I mean, has worked. Acted for at least two and a half or three decades in TV right. and films, so I can't imagine she's only worth eight million. Hasn't done much recently, but that's okay. You don't need to. She had a kid at forty. Congrats on that. Married to the president of a marketing firm, so I'm sure they're doing fine. Anyway, what were you looking? At? Oh, you're looking up clips of day by day. This is helpful. Uh, I. <laughs> It doesn't. I looked at the theme song. This looks from not at all familiar to me. Is it? Is it? Were you listening to it? Is it day by day? I'm falling more in love with you, and day by day, 
Our love yes. seems to I grow. So. I've yeah. never seen this show before. Bullshit. How, I, how can I remember that fucking theme song and you've never seen the show? I, there's no chance. No chance that's possible. You have to have seen the show before. All right, we'll just sit here while Todd watches. Todd's bobbing his head to the theme song. Man, the graphics are very 80s. Dear God. Very 1988. Well, yeah, that's when the fucking show came out. Of course they're bad. Why would they be good? I'm falling more in love with you. Exactly. Why did you Why did you bring up Courtney Thorne Smith, perchance? <laughs> because we were talking about Courtney Lee. We were talking about famous Oh, Courtney courts. Lee. Oh. <laughs> This is this is the sort Last of ragtag free association you get on the bro pod. Yeah, you thought the improv game was last week. Bullshit, ladies and gentlemen. It's I mean, right every now. week is kind of an improv game, to be honest with you. Well, that's true. Ever since we basically stopped doing uh, agendas for the show. <laughs> for example, the show started tonight with, "Hey, when did, do you remember getting a tree as a kid?" And before you know it, we're talking about Die Hard. Now we're talking about uh, a couple people that died this week. You just never know what you're going to get here in the bro pod. Um, Todd, I'm running a race this weekend. I want to switch gears to kind of close out the show. You're running a race with what? This weekend, I said. Yes, um, and then you said something after that. It sounded like skiers to me, but I don't think that's what you said. I said I oh, to, to switch, switch gears. Switch gears. Sorry. <laughs> I'm running a race this weekend with skiers. Oh, um, just really quickly, really quickly. Yeah. Since I misheard you. Um I don't know if I've told you this, but I have sort of self-diagnosed myself with ADD. and uh, I just said that 20 minutes ago, and you didn't hear me, which checks out. So go ahead. <laughs> you said that about me? Yes. 20 um, minutes ago. I was, <laughs> I was watching a video. It was about oh uh, some of the traits or symptoms of ADD, and one of them is like, it's some sort of auditory processing thing. So, you know, the thing where like you say something, and I'm like, huh? But I've sort of he- heard you. It's like it. I, apparently, this is a symptom of some people that I think I mm-hmm. definitely have, where you hear things but they don't like your brain doesn't register them for like a five second delay. So you say we, what, and then you, yeah. then you realize what has been said, and you respond to it while the person is repeating themselves. And that is one hundred and fifty fucking percent something I do all the time. We talked about this years ago, like pre-pod. This was 10, 15 years ago. There was a running joke between you and I where I would say <laughs> something and you go, what? Blah, 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 blah. Like, you'd say what just instinctively and then you'd answer the question or respond or whatever. my daughter does this too, which is a little scary. Yeah, that's not good if you've passed that on. But yeah, no, 100% you do that. You've been doing that for possibly entire your entire life. life, but certainly your entire adult life. Where yeah, if you the way to talk to Todd is say something or ask a question, <laughs> let him pre-respond, and then invariably he will probably respond. If he's if he's looking at you with a dumb face after he says what or huh, then maybe but you the can. The thing after that's amazing is like this is something that people have. It's not like me just like zoning out. It's a feature of my brain, perhaps, maybe. Again, I mean, is that amazing? Or is that just, I was about to say, or is that just internet self-diagnosis where you can find... I mean, I don't know if it's amazing. It's just anything. interesting that, like, other people have this, too. It's not just, like, a personality quirk of me, per se. Sure. It's good stuff. That's all. And accurate. Extremely accurate, <laughs> by the way. Um, so you're running a race. 
But yeah, so I'm running a race this weekend. It's my first race since the pandemic, I think. I think the last race I ran was whoa. Te- technically, it was December of 19. So a three-year hiatus. Holy shit. And I'm jumping back into the You're going to make it? I don't know. <laughs> no, I mean I'm I'm doing it's a it's a it's a race series. There's a 50K? 50... 12K? No. You got you keep guessing? <laughs> Fucking idiot. Uh it's actually pretty close. It's pretty close to 12K as a matter of fact, but it's not it's a little more. Um there's a 50K, there's a 16 mile and there's an 8 mile. I'm doing the 8 mile. They're all trail races at Staunton State Park, which by the way is about a quarter mile from where I got married. You mentioned earlier coming out to the wedding. Oh, this yeah. race happens to be right around where I got married in Pine, Colorado. And so what's, um, what's the predicted weather for this race? That sounds like it could be quite chilly. The uh, the 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 race director sent out um, an information packet yesterday. The projected temperature at start time is eleven, and the high is so the start time is not eleven, but the temperature is eleven. The temperature is 11. It's going to be 11 what, sorry. 37, 37 degrees. So in that way, I'll be wearing Bundle something different from what, I've, yeah, from what I've ever worn for a race, to be fair. But yeah, it's going to be, it's uh, 1,600 feet of climbing. Oof. And again, it's an eight miler. This is so. your first race back? <laughs> I'm always up for a challenge. So it's it's basically four miles up and then four miles back down. So it's essentially 1,600 feet up and four miles, which is a lot. That's You can do the rise over run on that. And most of it, like 800 feet of it, is between the start of – or between mile two and mile three. So there's like a 14% uh, – So you get a little radio. warm up and then it just kicks you in the ass <laughs> or the balls or whatever you get kicked in. Yeah, it's kind of a rolling start and it's like – it just goes straight up. So it's going to be interesting. So um, is this something you think you will – be able to run the whole time or are you gonna you gonna are we gonna do any walking or I plan to run the whole time. The only thing that will prevent me and I don't know the answer to this because I've never been to this part of Staunton State Park is if the terrain gets a little questionable getting either lost. well that too, but either snow that's <laughs> fallen that hasn't yet melted could fuck me up. Or if it gets to a really thin trail where there's like a bunch of roots and stuff and it's steep. Then yes, I might, you I don't might want to power fall to your death. Just be, yeah, just well, I'm not worried about pace. that. But, but yeah, I mean, I, I might. Uh, but but regardless, there will be times where I'm definitely like survivor shuffling, as they call it, like going very slowly, just to just to keep moving. Just swing your feet out wide so it looks like you're running, but you're actually fast walking. Uh, sure, no, not that, but. But no, it's something I'm very much looking forward to. This is a it's a it's a race series, and the company that, that hosts it does a number of races throughout the Colorado area, uh, throughout the whole year, and they're not big on like. Like they literally don't give out you know, for top three for age groups or anything. It's like you cross the line, you get a, your your T-shirt and some sort of award, and and that's it. Like they'll post the results, but you don't wait around for the awards ceremony after the fact like you just kind of run your race because even the you know between the fastest person heat up pretty much between the fastest person and the slowest person as the race director said like everyone's worked equally hard to get here and even participate so it's not about the competition it's just about finishing and i kind of like at this point in my life i kind of like that attitude sure we're all two questions 
Will they be sure. playing uh, the soundtrack from Eminem's movie Eight Mile during the race? Zero percent chance of that happening. And then question two: Why eight miles? Is that just because of the the trail? Yeah. So the fifty k. So it's it's like a butterfly trail system. So like you can go out and do a loop, come back to the start, then go out and do a different loop. So that's what the sixteen mile is. The fifty k is basically doing the double butterfly twice. So you do both wings of the butterfly, and then you do it again. Um, what what does butterfly mean in this scenario? <clears throat> that doesn't mean anything to me. Like you have a starting point. I know only you can see this, and you go out on a trail, yep. circle back, come back to the beginning. Then you go out on another trail, start, like you're tracing a butterfly, butterfly's wings, and then you do it again. So so as an eight miler, I'm just different different circles or arcs on yeah. a, that have on tangents. A, yeah, that come together. just it, it just happens to be the way the trails are set up. Gotcha. So the shortest one is eight, or was there one shorter than that? The sh- there's only three. There's a 50K, a 16-mile, and an eight-mile. Gotcha. And the eight-mile, one more time, or the 16 is the eight twice, or there's a longer one? The 16 is the full butterfly. The eight that I'm doing is just one wing of the butterfly. Oh, okay. Oh, I and see the 50K is the full butterfly twice. So so the shorter trail is not inside the 16K, as no. it were. It's like adjacent to it. Correct. Basically. Each wing of the, of the butterfly is around eight miles. I mean, it's not exact. But and the 50K mirrors it and just does some random shit on the other side to make the full sure. butterfly. Yes, correct. Man, I, I would think doing the butterfly twice would suck. I mean, obviously, fifty k is a long fucking way, but just like the, uh, yeah, that's, that would suck anymore. <laughs> well, no, I think the <laughs> I think the suck is more than the boredom. If you if you sign up for fifty k, you understand you're gonna be out there for several hours, and so the boredom yeah, is not your true. biggest concern. If you're running also, for thirty miles, you've already resigned yourself to hating life for a good three four hours minimum. I wouldn't go that far, but also, well, it's more than three or four hours. I think the course record is five and change, but um, for the men. Like well, I'm saying you're, you're going to hate at least four hours of that five hours. Sure, possibly. And I, I think you can wear – I haven't finished reading the, the email from the race director, but I think if you wanted to on those longer runs, the longer courses, you could wear something, earbuds to listen to. They don't suggest you have like ones like I'm wearing now that like – so you can't hear other people passing you or whatever, but if you Wait, have like – is it illegal to wear earbuds? Again, I haven't gotten there in the, in the – you could probably – I mean, it's fucking – it's 30-something miles. They're not going to monitor what you do whatever. <laughs> as long so as you can does, be aware of what's around you. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. You're not like just <laughs> hogging just like the skiing. trail or something. Yeah, just be aware. Ski with care. Same thing with do you, running ultras. Does everyone start at the same time? No, the 50K starts at 7 a.m. The 16-mile and the 8-mile both start at 8 a.m. At 8 a.m.? Yeah. So it's it's going to be even colder for the uh, fifty miles. The fifty k people. The 50K it, start. Yeah, it could be single digits at that point in time because oh, the sun God. will have just come up. Jesus Christ! Why yeah, I'm literally getting chills just thinking about it. But um, what's the? I mean, you've been here before, and I've explained this on the show many times. Once the sun comes up, it'll be fine. Yeah, I'm not nice too worried about me. I mean, I'm wearing. I'll be wearing plenty of layers as well, but. Yeah, it's it'll be it'll probably be the coldest race I've ever done. There were one or two that were close, but this this will probably set the 
set the record. But if it, sure. like you say, if it's sunny, it may not feel. I mean, the first bit will definitely feel fucking freezing. But yeah, but that's <clears throat> that's just running in Colorado for and do six you know, months out of the year. Like, do you know the the way the terrain faces? Will you be hit with sun at some point during that? Or I I looked at that. There, there's a bunch of cool interactive maps online that the race director sent out, and there's one that shows by hour how much sun exposure it gets. And not surprisingly, up at the top of the peak, up at the top of the 1,600-foot elevation, there's a lot more exposure up there because there's sure. fewer trees. But the good news is, I guess it's good news, is on the back side, so on the back four miles, you're, you're kind of going in and out of shade. And I say that's good news because let's say I was wearing a bunch of clothes and I actually got a little too heated going up the mountain. I wouldn't want to be in the sun the whole way back because I would – sure not overheat, but I, I would be too warm and I'd want to shed some layers. Yeah, so you don't want to have to do that if you, if yeah. So there's more, I think if I recall the map correctly, I get more sunlight, direct sunlight on the way up on the first four miles, which is good. That's when so I one more follow-up question. What's like, how much, how, how many layers do you wear? Are you wearing like a fleece or a light jacket or something or. So I don't know. I'll have to play it by ear. What I'm what I'm literally going to wear. Here's the other thing that kind of sucks is you can't park at the state park because like the parking lot has like 20 spaces, so you're parking like 10 minutes away and they're shuttling people in. So I'm gonna yeah. have to wear and I, I'll have a bag. You can leave a bag at the start and finish line, obviously. But so what I'm going to wear to the start line is an, an undershirt. These are all technical shirt products, of course. An undershirt and a long sleeve shirt, and then I do have a fleece jacket. Because I'll probably get there 45 minutes before the race starts. So I'm not just going to stand around and freeze my ass off. Um, and then I'll wear tights with shorts underneath, and I'll leave that on for the entire race. I'll probably take the fleece off like shortly Wait, before the race starts. You're going to wear shorts starts. over your tights, right? No. You're wearing shorts underneath tights? That's what you do as a runner. You wear shorts underneath the tights. Or you wear underwear underneath the tights. Why the fuck would you wear shorts underneath tights? <sighs> Todd, running tights are meant to be worn as an external. You work for a company. Have you not seen? Yeah, but usually when people wear tights and shorts, they wear the shorts over the tights. Some people do that, and I used to do that. <coughs> no one does that anymore. That's not a common way to why, wear tights. Why would you wear shorts at all, then? I don't understand why you would wear shorts under. That just, they're. Because I have made, I made a mistake wearing, in like, college. bike shorts, like, no. won't they gather and uncomfortable ways they will not i made the mistake in college <laughs> of wearing just tights like literally nothing else just tights sure and there was a seam that went right down the middle <laughs> and when i got back to my dorm room i had the worst chafing on my scrotum i think i've ever had in life and so yeah, I i'm learned not saying you can't wear underwear do i don't understand why you would <clears throat> wear and again, a lot of people will, would wear underwear. What I'm, I'm assuming are like two-inch inseam shorts under tights. Yes, it's one of my shortest pair of shorts. The tights, I assume, are, are, are form-fitting. The shorts They're, are yeah, not. They are, yes, that's correct. You so do why the have fuck to... are you wearing them under tights? That's so stupid. It's what we runners do. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And I, don't, I find that I hard to believe. Refuse to believe that <laughs> multiple people do this. Most people, if you wear tidy whitey underwear as a general rule, 
you will probably just wear that and then wear the tights over or to keep your okay. legs warm, obviously. That's fair. I do not do that. I wear boxers. So, so I'm used to a little more breathing room. You're, so therefore, you're wearing, I yeah. assume you're wearing these shorts have like a, a tiny whitey liner. They do. That's correct. Why don't you just get a pair of briefs? I do have a couple pairs of briefs, but I don't, I can't, I don't run it. They don't breathe as well as running shorts. That's why. I want the breathability of the running shorts, even when covered by the tidy, what, the, the, the running tights, I should say. Still breathable. It's all breathable fabrics, as opposed you to probably get tights. Underwear. You can probably get tights with a liner, too, I would imagine. Maybe. I've literally never seen that, but I've never. Todd's going to look at it. Todd's <laughs> thinking Christmas gifts here. Um, but anyway, that's so that's what I'm going to wear. <laughs> shorts under tights. I will also have two pairs of gloves, <clears throat> double layered gloves, and a wool cap, as you might imagine. And then again, I'll just take off a certain percentage of all of that to actually run the race, but we'll we'll play that by ear as to what I take off before I head out. So Todd's searching. Again. No, I'm I'm looking at something specific to see if Oh, okay. I'm not saying they don't exist, but I think far more often than not, tights do not have a liner. Because people wear yeah, something underneath them. Well I it's weird because I can imagine. <clears throat> I just I can't imagine wearing a short under a tight. That makes no sense to me. I've done it for a quarter century. <clears throat> yeah, but you're a weirdo. I, we've already established that you have no fucking clue what you're doing. Now hang on a second. Call me a weirdo all you want, but I know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> If it was wildly uncomfortable or if I thought no one else did it, I wouldn't, like, be setting a new, you know, blazing a trail. Hey, guys, follow me. You should wear shorts. I'm, I'm sure I saw someone doing it, a professional runner perhaps, years ago, and that's where I got the idea to do it. The current company I work for, their tights uh, seam does not go straight up the That's also That was also – that was a 20-year-ago thing. I've not seen that. Like, the I'm, I'm wearing a pair right now because I – Ran earlier and it's quite cold here, um, and the seam does not go up the middle in this pair. It kind of cuts across. It goes the opposite direction. Actually, it goes perpendicular. It goes like it goes like a tidy whitey <laughs> off to the side. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. I have to grab my junk a little bit to feel. But yeah, it actually does. <laughs> You're right. It's almost like a built-in cup area, unintentionally. So you're unable to All find right. tights with a liner, aren't you? Yeah. Uh, no, I, I didn't. I wasn't expecting to find them with a liner. I just, I can't imagine people wearing research. shorts. I've never seen. It's never styled that way, so sure. it's surprising to me that people would That's do fair. that. And again, if I were if I wore tidy whiteies, and I had plenty of practice and plenty of miles in that exact outfit, then I would do it. But I got to go with what works and what has worked for me. You just wear things. like a, a merkin or something <laughs> under here. <laughs> <laughs> pass that'll be a pass i'll not be doing that so anyway um some aluminum foil just across yeah, your no, no no oh jesus <laughs> god a thousand pinches a minute oh my god i couldn't even imagine the, the pain 
and the bleeding, to be specific. Um, I mean, they wrap so yeah. hot dogs in that, so. I, I, I understand, <laughs> and the hot dogs aren't then smashed between two thighs running up a mountain and back down a mountain. So, um, <laughs> in any event, so that's this weekend. I'll be sure and report back next week tell, or whatever. Tell me how the month. aluminum foil underwear goes. Yes, that's all, yeah, exactly. I'm giving myself testicular cancer by doing that somehow. <laughs> I don't know. The sun gets involved, reflection of the rays. Who knows? Anyway, um, so yeah, I think that's it. Anything else on your mind, Todd? Anything else you want to talk about? No, I'm done. Clearly. Yeah, you were done uh, 92 minutes ago by my account. <laughs> uh, which, yes, that's when the recording started. Okay, so, um, so yeah, look forward to next week's episode. We'll give you those updates and so much more. No idea what it's going to be at this point, but um, we'll talk about more holiday shit, I assume. Might be the Christmas Spectacular. No, nah, that'll be the next week. I don't know. We'll see. Um, so, yeah, uh, check us out. Broadpodnetwork.com is the website. Um, thebropodnetwork at gmail.com is the email address you can use to let us know what you wear when you run in the winter, just to prove Todd wrong. Um, or you can give us your thoughts on the yes, diehard. Let us know if you wear shorts under tights like some sort yeah. of maniac. Thebropodnetwork at gmail.com or slide in the DMs, the underscore bro underscore pod. Todd claimed earlier in the episode, let's see if he remembers, that he was going to post something on Instagram, which I don't think I has know. happened in about three and a half right years. Now. So we'll see if he can make that a reality. Um, and then you guys can respond to that. So yeah, let us know about the running thing. Let us know if you think Die Hard is a Christmas movie or whatever else is on your mind. Feel free to hit us up anytime. Um, and yeah, you know where to find us. You know where to listen to us. Like, subscribe, comment, tell a friend, spread the word, spread the cheer, the holiday cheer. We would appreciate it greatly. It helps our numbers. And that's what this is all about. This is getting more people to listen. That's the end of it. So... We thank you all for listening, as always, and until next week, everybody! Peace!